I realize that I'm probably talking to a lot of people who, you know, are writers and they want, you know, in an ideal world, you guys probably want to be able to make a living off of your writing and not have to do anything else. Um, and that has always been my dream. Like, literally since I was in college, when I took my first journalism class, it was like, no other option. I, I just want to do journalism forever. And it's funny because um, Substack, to bring me here, they like put me up in a hotel like that was a couple blocks from here, and it was literally right next to my last restaurant job before I finally got my first journalism job. It was like such, I mean, I remember, it was like literally a couple blocks away, getting this phone call at my first journalism job and thinking, oh my God, I'll never, I can write now, I, I never have to work in a restaurant again. And I, you know, luckily I didn't have to, but it was just like such a awesome experience to be over there like and like basically walk through that struggle of like knowing you're just like, oh man, I really want to make it as a writer. I wonder when it's going to happen, you know? Um, and like eight years later, lots of failures later, Substack like provided me with a platform to be able to succeed. And so I think like it's really awesome that you're all here using Substack because it's been really great for me. Um, it's like allowed me to honestly like achieve my, achieve my dream. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you've grown, I guess what I'm supposed to do is tell you guys about how to grow your free newsletter into a paid newsletter. At this point, you will have already had a newsletter for a while. Um, you'll have enough subscribers that you think you could convert some to paying, right? Um, and you think you've got something like pretty good. You're ready to go. You are ready to charge money for your labor. So um, I'm going to just take you through how I did it. Um, I sort of just followed a formula that <laughs> Hamish kind of suggested to me and uh, my friend Judd Legum did. Um, and I just kind of so I'll just share how I did it, and you can adapt and whatever. So I'm going to do the braggy part where I say why you should listen to me, because I did this thing, and it worked. Um, <laughs> I did it. I launched a paid newsletter. Um, it is making money. It's making a lot more money than I thought, actually. Um, I can hire myself. I, I can uh, well hire myself. I guess I do hire myself. I can support myself. Um, I make as much money as I, I actually make more money than I've had at a, any salary journalism job, which I guess isn't saying that much because I never really made that much at a salary journalism job. Um, but I also, you know, hired a part-time research assistant. Um, and he works on a project-by-project project basis, and it's, like, unreal. Um, he's so cool. Um, and it's making money quickly. You know, I only, I only launched paid, um, like, two months ago, like, a little over two months ago. And um, I'm already somehow in the six figures range, which you know, if you make your if you make your entire living from Substack, um, you also pay a lot in taxes. It's like not the same. <laughs> so there's like a lot of financial stuff to consider. I'm not I'm not talking about that. Um, and I literally like I'm not a genius. I literally just followed a formula that Hamish and Judd said you should just kind of do it this way but don't skip any of these steps. Just do all of them. And I was like, okay. Um, so that's what I did. Um, so step one is obviously make your newsletter. Make it original. Make it consistent. I think consistency is really important. That's something I've heard from a lot of my subscribers. Oh, uh, by the way, I'll tell you my numbers. Um, I have a little over 20,000 uh, on the free list. 
and um, a little over 2,000 on the paid list, but I give away a lot of paid, so probably it's closer to like 18 something. Um, but yeah, uh, and give it away for free for as long as you possibly can. If especially if you start something and it's like, and it's getting a lot of traction off the bat, and people are like, "Oh, I, I would like to pay you for this. Like, can I pay you for it?" Don't let them. Don't. If you can, as long as you can possibly hold on for being free, be free because all of the paid subscriptions I get now, almost all of them, are conversions from the free list. People don't just sign up to pay. They want a free product first that they can see if they want to pay. And from my analysis, like the average amount of time now that people take from signing up for the free list to the paid list is like, um, is about a month. I mean, I don't have that much data. It's been two months. But um, so, and, uh, and foster your community. Make people want to pay for your stuff. You know, talk to, you know, I also say we when we're when I'm talking about my newsletter. I say like we're doing this, and that's not just because I want to disassociate, even though it's true. I do want to not say it's me, um, but also it's because like you are you are. This is unlike any other thing. Like you're sending content into people's email inboxes. You the, you're delivering the content to them. They're not coming to you, um, and so you're talking to them. Um, so play it up. It's we, um, and market it. Market the crap out of your free newsletter and your paid newsletter in a way that almost will make you uncomfortable um, because it, it sounds like you're just talking and promoting yourself all the time. But that's like what businesses do, that they hire marketing people, um, and you won't have one of those. So you'll have to do it yourself, and you'll have to become comfortable like talking about yourself in a way that's like, I'm so great for this reason and that reason and this reason. <sighs> it's fine. Just tr Anyway. So you've, got, you've done all that. You're ready to launch your paid subscription, right? You don't just put a paywall up. You don't just say, like, okay, tomorrow we're going paid, goodbye. You give, like, a week's, at least a week's notice. So my newsletter is four days a week, right, Monday through Thursday. So I decided to launch on December 16th. That was uh, to put the paywall up on a Tuesday, right? December 16th or 17th, or whatever. So, like, not even the week before, the like, there was one week, the week, I don't know, two weeks before, I said, okay, guys, now's the time. It's been three months. Next week, I'm going to give you the ability to pay. Um, this is an opportunity to pay me that I said in the bottom of, like, of a Thursday newsletter, the last one of the week. I was like, all right, fam, time's come. I've given this to you for free. I haven't even given you the option to pay me. I wanted to prove its value to you. Next week, we're going to open our financial doors. I'll announce the rates then. And that week, we're going to go 100% free. So you can pay me that week, but you're still going to get the content all week. So it's like you don't just say you can pay me and then close it off, right? You say, no, nah, this is. So you give people a whole week. So once you launch paid on Substack, um, the format kind of changes. You get this ability to write preambles to your newsletter. And that's where you do, or at least that's where I do, the marketing, the gross stuff. Um, oh, and this was like other stuff I said in there. I, oh, I, I went personal on it. I was like, guys, I'm scared. I quit my job to do this. Please don't let me fail. You know, like that's, that's another thing about newsletters you can do is you can just be like, guys, it's me, please. <laughs> and I guess, you know, 
and I and I did it. I did some positive facing marketing on this too. I was just like, if I was like, if it works, you know, like we can. I was like, imagine more. How many more people we can reach if I have strategic marketing? If it's not just me making guesses, right? Like, if if I can hire a research assistant, which I was able to do. Um, if I had a copy editor, which I need and I still don't have. Um, so positive facing stuff. So the next week is your paid launch week. Um, like I said, I do four newsletters a week. So I make sure every content, the content is just good that week, right? Like you put more work in that week. Um, there's no paywall. So every day you write something different in that and then you have this preamble now because you've actually launched paid. So every day in that preamble, you try to give a different reason why people should subscribe. Um, and it will be a lot of work and you will want to die. And it's but like that's a good I think that's a good way to measure it. Um, and you'll be really stressed because it's like you finally opened the paywall up and now people are gonna either pay you or not. Um, so your first week, um, set your price, price it high, and then offer a discount. So that people so it's like, you know, this week only you're getting 25% off, but it's only this week. And then people are like, oh, I gotta do it this week. Um, and I did 25% the first two, 25% off the first two days, and then 20% off the second two days of the week to be like, all right, well, you missed 25% off, but now you have 20% off, and then it goes up. And the I think the good thing about pricing higher than maybe you would think is that you can always offer discounts. But it's really hard to be like, actually, I want to charge more now, <laughs> you know, um, and make a personal appeal. Um, use your community. So this was like the first one that I did. Um, I was like, today's a special day. It's the day you can pay me, air horn sounds. You know, like, especially after you've been giving stuff away for three months every day, you've built a community. It's like, yay, now it's your turn. Um, so I don't know if you can really see that. Like, I made a personal appeal there that was like, I gave this away for to you for free, but it's not sustainable for me. Um, like, I, I want to be able to do this every day. I want this to grow. Like, I want, I have so many aspirations for this. Like, we, we together can make this a thing, right? Like, let's make it a thing. People are like, yeah, let's make it a thing. Um, and then those are, it's like, I don't know. I don't even know if you can see it. It's like all my deals language. Um, and then I also do this thing where I say for every 100 people who sign up, I'll give 10 away to people who need it. And I do that. I just market it. And I don't like check if people are in financial need. I'm just like, if you can't afford it, just DM me your email address, you know, and then we give it away. But it helps. Like people are like, oh, okay, if I can afford it, like I would like your writing or your journalism to go to somebody else. Um, and it's good because it helps grow your paid list, but also it actually gives your stuff to people who can't afford it. So awesome. Um, day two. So that's day one, right? Just like personal appeal, discount, go. Day two, you use excitement from day one is the mom <laughs> to momentum and you threaten to take away that discount. <laughs> Again, I didn't think of this. <laughs> this is Judd. Judd Legum did this. I'm not evil. <laughs> um, yeah, first I said on day two, I was like, 
if you're getting this message, because you sent, because you can send different messages. Oh, that's another cool thing. You can send different messages to free people and paid people. So when paid people, like people who signed up on the first day, got a message that was like, guys, you signed up. Yes. Like, thank you so much for signing up. You're amazing. The other people are getting a mean message, but you're getting a nice one. Um, and that's why this is so much work. It's because you have to put, like, emotional effort into these little marketing messages. And it's like, you're like, oh, I don't know, it's awful. Um, <laughs> this week sucks. Um, so, you know, I said, like, that mean if you're getting this message for the people who didn't sign up, that means you didn't sign up. How dare you after all I've done for you? Um, and then I just, but then I say, but you know, this is the last day you can get 25% off. So you're going to want to do it today. Um, and then from the, you build momentum from day one. So like people on Twitter, that's those little things that you probably can't see. Um, people on Twitter are like, oh, I just signed up. Um, you should sign up too. Like put people's stuff in there. If, if one of your friend, even if it's just one of your friends, that's like, I just signed up because you know, this person's newsletter is really funny and I like it every day. You just have to put that in there. And again, that's something that'll feel gross because you're, you're like promoting people complimenting you. Um, so, but it actually works. If you promote people complimenting you, it really does work. Um, I cursed in this, I'm sorry. Um, so just, tr so on the other days that you're marketing, just try stuff, try a different strategy than day one, day two. I don't know what's going to work for you, what your newsletter is, but that's sort of the beauty of this is that you're going to know your own community. You're going to know like what is the appeal to them um, and just try stuff. So like day three, I said, so my newsletter is about climate change. I don't even know if I said that. <laughs> it's about climate change. So, and it's like about climate change and it's, but it's specifically about powerful people in climate change, right? It's about people who, have a lot of power to change the climate situation we're in and yet do nothing. And I try to like shine a light on that and encourage people to focus their energy on those stories rather than like, oh, like I, I use so much plastic straws every day. I feel so guilty. It's like, no, just focus on like fossil fuel executives. It's so much better. So I tried this, this messaging that's like, you know, the fossil fuel industry poured billions of dollars into disinformation. Um, like, of course they're so successful because like money funds disinformation like so let's combat it with information like let's produce journalism that makes the truth louder than their lies that can only happen with your support and that that worked um and the next day i didn't do any marketing i just didn't ask me anything so that's a discussion thread thing you can do on substack so like just a way to interact with your subscribers and on that day people had a lot of questions they wanted to ask me about the paid launch and stuff and I'm able to go in there and answer them and whatever so that's oh that was the I did five newsletters this week actually because I just wanted a lot of opportunity and so the last day I uh, launched a project I had been working on for a long time so I decided to like make the last day um, of the week something big and like look at with the value of that of this work that can, that this buys, you know? So it was like a large anthology of fossil fuel advertisements. Um, there's like an embargoed study in there, some interviews, all this stuff. And then at the end of that, instead of having the marketing thing at the beginning, this time I did it at the end. And I said, you know, like there's, this is the ongoing project. There's so much we're gonna do, but it can only happen with your support. So please support, 
please pay me. And by the end of this week, you've asked people to pay you every single day, and you're just like emotionally exhausted from like that, from that thing. So then it's the weekend, take a break. The next thing that happens is you make your final big pitch. Um, this is, for me, this is, was the Monday after this. This is the last time the newsletter is free, you know? Because I put a paywall up, and now 70 now right now 75% of my content is paywalled. Um, so after three months, this is the last time like you're gonna get it, and this is the most annoying one to do. This is where you write a post explaining everything that you've accomplished since y while you've been free, and you just it can feel so gross and vain, but it does work. It's like you should be compiling right now every good thing that has happened because of your newsletter, like whether or not you got like a nice email, a good tweet, um, whether you saw your work cited in another publication, um, uh, just any way you can say you've been like influencing the conversation or making people feel good or, you know, this is original in this way. Nothing else like this exists. That's, that's what this post is. Um, so that was what this post was. It was it's like, it's the last day. Here's what we've accomplished in three months. Um, it had sections in it like, our reporting is making a difference. Like, here's how it's changed things. Um, the re reporting is shifting the national conversation. Here's where it's been cited. And this one was really gross um, to write. It's like, uh, it's like every amount of praise that had ever happened, I put into one place. I'm like, Vox called it great. Earther called it wonderful. <laughs> Environmental Health News called it a unique blend of insight and smartass. That one was I actually really liked. Um, <laughs> and then, actually, so during the free period, I had done a survey, and I asked people to tell me why they liked the newsletter, and then I like compiled it in a spreadsheet, and I used that for the marketing. I was like, okay, I got 111 responses, like this many of you said that you liked it for this, and I was able to say like six people said that they felt less alone when they wrote, when they read this newsletter, like it changed, that it's like helping you guys feel better and that's what makes me feel better, so like, let's keep this going. And then you say, let's keep going. And that day was the day, that like that day and the first day are the day that you get the most. First day you launch, you get a lot, second day, especially if you two-day discount, you get a lot. Third and fourth day, you're like, uh-oh, it's over. And then this day, you get a lot. Um, and then it stops. So step five, put up the paywall. Your daily audience has now become much smaller. So at that point, you know, I probably had 18,000 uh, free, and now all of a sudden, my, my paid subscribers, it's like 1,000. So for the majority of the week, I'm writing for actually a much smaller audience. Um, which is way easier because they already like me enough to have paid me. So it's like this huge relief after, after so long of this, all this work. Then you panic because you think it's all over and no one will ever pay you again and you're not sure how it's going to work. Um, but then you just kind of keep up that marketing process. Like every time you have a free newsletter, you kind of try and say something to encourage people sometimes, you know, Sometimes I go all in on something, and sometimes I'm just like, if you want to sign up, sign up. I don't care. Um, but that's sort of the formula that I went through. Um, I just have this here just to be like, you know, 
are you ready to launch? Because you might be. You might be ready right now. Um, but this, this was helpful for me to decide, you know, like, um, from people I've talked to, the conversion rate from free to pay tends to be around 4 to 10%, 10 being, like, 10 is pretty good. Um, and that means you have, like, a, probably, like, a highly specialized niche audience, like, people who really like you, like, people who like you really like you, you know? Um, and some of the best advice I got is that, like, you don't have to please everybody, but you have to please some people a lot, right? Like, not everyone has to like you, but some people have to, but a little amount of people have to really like you. Um, and how much money do you want to charge? Like, that's just something to think about. Um, what do you think your content is worth? Um, have you made any impact that you can point to, you know? And it doesn't have to be big. It can literally just be, like, you can use language to make a small impact seem big, right? Like, we were cited in this local paper, which has a circulation of 20,000. So 20,000 more people saw this. Like, that might not feel big to you, but, like, people like to feel like they're part of something. That's why the newsletter model works, you know, because, like, they want to, f to feel like they're, they're part of this community that's growing and making a difference and doing something meaningful. And then what makes your work original? Um, you know, you should feel, I think, before you pay launch, you should feel really comfortable, like, saying why your thing is different than anybody else's thing and, like, why, why it deserves to exist and why it should exist. And you should be able to make that case. Um, and then the most important thing is, like, do you feel ready? Because I think that this process is really different for everybody. Like, I've talked to, a f a f since I've done this, I've talked to many other Substack writers who are, like, going through this, and their newsletters and their communities are so different. Like, their subject matter is different. You know, we're not all reporters. Some of us are doing creative writing. Some of us are, like, compiling links. Um, we're just fostering different communities. So you will, I don't know, I just feel like you'll know. You'll have like a gut feeling, even if you're scared. Um, you'll have a gut feeling that you think it might be time. Like it might be willing to make it work. Um, and so just trust that because I, that's sort of just what I did. And I'm still winging it. But yep. Uh, and I think that that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Step six profit. Um, and that's it. Thank you. <laughs>